Hey, there we go. Joe, kick it off, please. Fred Loring's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 428, July 30th, 2020. It was 100 degrees on this day in 1933, and as chilly as 50 degrees on this day in 1971. Right now, we are in the midst of some of the greatest swimming weather in Minnesota history. And uh, if you own a lake home or a pond or you got the old swimming hole on the property with that tire hanging from a rope, call Aquaside. They'll keep everything free of weeds, algae, and unknown, frightening vegetation. They have a complete line of lake and pond control products to take care of everything from weeds to algae. The products are easy to use. They work quickly. They're registered with both the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe for you and your family and the fish. So don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. No need. Call Aquaside today, a great white bear lake company. They'll help you identify your weed problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. You can call Aquaside at one 800 328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Lots of swimming left this summer. Lots of swimming left. Get a hold of Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Quit doing the Brady Here Bunch thing. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushima. It's giving Kenny kisses. It's a positive Thursday. I'm going to start out with something terribly positive. Uh, the official Garage Logic pianist is Stephen C. Stephen C. Anderson. We had some of his patriotic stuff over the 4th, leading up to the 4th. But he just sent me the, the most gorgeous thing. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a film. In fact, Reavers, can you post that? So GLers oh, can... Yeah, sure, I can do that. It's a YouTube uh, film of him performing at the end of a dock on Bone Lake to about a, what looks to be about at least 100 boats. And he's at the end of the dock with an electric piano. I'm, I'm going to uh, believe that this was sometime around the 4th because he's got flags on the dock, and he's got a, he's got a flag shirt on, not unlike the one uh, Reavers had when he was out in the hills. <laughs> uh, it's, this is a drone video from a concert, and it's, he's playing Summer Breeze. Now, get this. This is a treat for you people. Uh, this Saturday at 7.30 p.m., this is on Bone Lake in Wisconsin, Pull your watercraft close to the dock to tie up your or tie up to your neighbor, and let's make this a sunset concert to remember. The concert is located three houses down from the Red House on the south side of the lake. The dock will be lined with tiki torches. You won't miss it. Steve will be playing a variety of music from his new album, Yacht Rock Piano, as well as his, uh, as well as a few of his music and nature songs. Uh, we love Bone Lake and love putting these concerts on. Uh, for Bone Lakers. There must be some Bone Lake group that either that or Stephen C's got a place there. But uh, imagine now a beautiful, calm, sunny evening. Your boat motor is turned off, and here's Stephen C at the end of a dock. For 
with the breeze. Oh my god. Is that cool? I'm getting chills. It's a long dock, too, so it looks like he's, you know, sitting out in the middle of the lake. It does. I will, uh, I'll post this to the wow. GL Facebook page, yeah. and I'll put it out on Twitter as well. Well, you lucky Bone Lake people. He's going to do this Saturday night. So when was this one from, Joe? Because the posting on the YouTube account says July 21st, but you think he did it over the 4th? Well, not if it says July 21st. I only said the 4th because of all the, the, the flag oh, paraphernalia. I got gotcha. you. Uh, that is cool. That is really cool. If you're able to come and join us, there's always a pontoon available. Oh, man, it's Saturday. Wow. Don't tell me that. Kenny, you should roll up on the SS of the, what is it called? The cirrhosis of the river. You should yeah. pull that bad boy up there. That is some nifty stuff. That is a, that's a, that's a tonic is what that is. That's a tonic. You think, you think the pontoon is bad? You should see the trailer. I don't <laughs> think the trailer would make the trailer. She's not street legal. <laughs> no, well... <laughs> Well, boys, I'll tell you what. Uh, We're done uh, with positive, I take it. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm doing my best. I, I'm, gonna, okay. I'm gonna do my best. Uh, you can't, you can't condemn a positive Thursday show that starts with Stephen C at the end of a doc. Good point. That's Good a pretty point. positive way to start. I was reading today that Dr. Fauci uh, is saying that uh, you need to cover all your mucosal openings. Did you know Whoa. that? Oh, you have a mask for down there. No, uh, mouth, nose, and eyes are your m- mucosal oh. uh, openings. And he's saying uh, goggles would be uh, helpful in you know. warding off the uh, virus. Goggles would be helpful. Sure. And I, I'm just picturing us all looking like large, unearthly insects <laughs> with goggles and masks on and, and a funny hat. Uh, now, he's not mandating this, but he's probably right. In oh, an airborne, In an airborne uh, virus, uh, I would imagine the eyes are as receptive as the nose and mouth that you have uh, covered up with a mask. But I got an interesting email, if I can find it, that's, that's uh, what are you clowns doing? You can't see us, can you? No, I can't. Boy, is that very unfortunate. The three of us, for the first time, can see each other, and uh, this this might not be a good move. <laughs> I, I'm thinking it's a bad idea to put this crew on TV. I'm, I'm seeing Kenny for the first time since the middle of March, and uh, Rookie decided that because the governor instituted a, a mask order that he was going to wear one while we did the show today. Mm-hmm. And he's got his new Garage Logic podcast mask, courtesy of Teresa and Ann I'm, Reavers. I'm manipulating it, and she did a very good job. I really do like it. Thank you, Mrs. Well, Reavers. speaking of the virus, Mike writes, so let me get this straight. There's no cure for a virus that can be killed by sand sanitizer and soap. Sand ha- hand sanitizer and soap. Sand So let me get this straight. There's no cure for a virus that can be killed by sand sanitizer. No, no. Joe. Let me do it again. And? It's when you try and. to you try to put sand in your hand and you're like a, <laughs> a, a, a sand sanitizer. You're like a wizard of you make castles and things with, with big alligators. That's a sand sanitizer. You're like a master. So, so let me Here get we, this. Here we go. Well, if you'd be quiet. Yes. So let me get this straight. There's no cure for a virus that can be killed by hand sanitizer and soap. 
Huh? That's yes. another way to look at it. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you, Some people say that the Sandman, he comes out at night, <laughs> and he makes all sorts of really cool things on the beach, and then puts it in your eyes, so you can't see your your mucosal cavity. Mucosal? What do you call it? Uh, mu- uh, what is the word? Mucosal? All I heard was cavity, and it scared me. <laughs> We can't be trusted. We really you, can't. you can't, and it's 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 mucosal. Mucosal. Uh, I, who uh, doesn't know that? That's right. And, Isn't that uh, the capital of Michigan? Yes. No. <laughs> okay. Let's start the show over. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Here <laughs> we go. From the top. From the top. Stores. All right. Now, now, I. You guys are on a YouTube TV channel right now. Yeah. And uh, that's not a good idea. If oh, no, you get your it. hands on this, it's going to be uh, manna from heaven. You're going to like to see what you uh, what you're watching. Bill Stein notes he was watching the Today Show this morning, don't ask why, and they had a clip of Dr. Fauci saying we should be wearing goggles and face shields with our masks to be really safe. I'm wondering, does Marlene's House of Helmets stock a COVID helmet, asking for a friend? Ah, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sure that they do. Uh, and uh, John? Yes. Uh, this fellow uh, writes... Uh, who the hell is it? Ed writes, listening to Joe's comments about Peter Green being obscure, while he may not be the most recognized name in the rock world, his contributions and influences are many. I was anticipating True. that Height would bring him up and you, Joe, would ridicule him for doing so. As John said, one of the songs Green wrote was Black Magic Woman, a great song covered by a number of bands. Joe, please go online and listen to Fleetwood Mac's original version. I think you'll like it. There are many other Peter Green songs I can recommend, but one I really like is Albatross. Give it yeah, a try. Great. John, just keep pushing back against music illiteracy. Thank so you. I, I think that was a, an ode to John Height because we did bring up Peter Green, right? Yes, we did. We did. We did. And uh, I've got so much here that I'm trying to, I'm trying to juggle between. Uh, I, I saw a great thing on, uh, it was a funny thing on Facebook. It was a still shot. And it said, I don't know much about the coronavirus, but yeah. this is the cure. And it had a picture of the members of the cure on the uh, photo. It was very clever. <laughs> God. Yeah. I chuckled. Yeah. Like yeah. a rookie joke uh, on Twitter. I'm, I'm yeah. not surprised that you would chuckle. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have more street smart tips from Sanibel Jim. Okay. And they're, they're pretty good counsel. Uh, mark your license plate number on your car insurance card. All right. Have your complete vehicle description on your notes file on your phone. That means color, year, make, model, license number. Be sure to drive to a police precinct station or busy public location if you are bumped in a very minor rear-end collision. Do not stop unless you can clearly see who struck your vehicle. Now, that's a pretty good admonition right sure. there. I don't know if I'm buying that one. That doesn't work out on the freeway. Well, uh, on the freeway, you would not be involved in a minor rear-end collision. Sure. I, I, I've made a career out of minor rear-end collisions on the freeway, Joe. <laughs> yeah. That happens dozens of times a day. Number four, be certain that Find My on your phone is active. Yes. Uh, five, set your phone so it requires either the facial recognition feature or passcode to use the phone after inactivity. That way, if it's stolen, the thief cannot turn it off and it can be tracked by another Apple product. Six, I like this one. Keep your house key separate from your car key fob. Keep oh. your house key oh separate from your okay. Excellent mm-hmm. idea. 
Uh, seven, produce a secure file for your phone that contains all contact information for any credit cards you carry. All right. Uh, Sanibel notes that he owned a security consulting business after retiring from law enforcement, but it was consulting to airports, school districts, larger corporations, U.S. Army, and then some executive protection. Good security before Floyd is still good security today. However, the the techniques and evolving methods of attack against persons and property require new procedures and policies. I had a conference call this morning with a representative of a global security publication and a recently retired executive from a major local corporation for whom I provided consulting uh, services. Our discussion about potential responses to riots, for example, were unique and could go a long way toward better protection of physical assets. I cannot share them in this non-secure format. Okay. Uh, Oh, and then he writes something that I'm not supposed to mention on the air. Uh, one of the things that I made uh, my wife do is for her navigation, I made her remove home. Mm-hmm. You know, I, to just hit home oh. because then they've got your garage door opener. Right. And then they know where to go to rob you blind. Oh, That's how paranoid right. I am. Pretty That's paranoid. healthy. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Okay. That's pretty interesting what, he, what I can't say. Uh, it's a really neat idea for thwarting, thwarting protesters. But there'll come a day when he will allow me to uh, reveal that. Mm. I think. Say, uh, I, 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 baseball is really trying my patience, fellas. Baseball is yeah. really trying my patience. This idea of starting extra innings with a runner on second is unconscionable. <laughs> it just it cannot be done. That's just not baseball. Uh, I just can't take it. I can't take Royce it. Royce and I talked about this on the uh, Royce on Baseball podcast, and I tend to agree with you, Joe. Mm-hmm. But in the year of the gimmick, which is 2020, they're gonna they were gonna push forward with this at, at, at you know sooner or later anyway. Well, don't tell me it's for this year only. They'll, they'll keep. Right. Oh yeah, this will stay. F- this, but I, but Royce made a good point. I'll accept it if if it's the 12th, but not the 10th inning. You know, if you get to the 12th, 13th inning, then I'm okay with a runner on second, but not in the 10th inning. My God, what's wrong with you? That Chris, destroys the entire no, no, no. integrity that's of the game. I can't believe said. what I'm hearing from you. That's what oh, Royce, that's Royce. Royce said that, not Well, me. he's wrong. Yeah. He's just wrong. I, I, I tend to agree. I don't, this is horrible. It just reeks of let's get this over with. Yep. But, and not I've, only, I've not only that, so not only yeah. that, and not only that, it reeks of euphoria. Oh, yeah. we gotta let's get her going here and give you a little start, a little leg up. You get a runner on second. No, see what that's not baseball. What they should do is what we do in town ball. When you get to the twelfth inning, you run out of pitching. Who can slam a beer fastest? <laughs> that's who decides the game. But Joe, your argument of purity, I mean that that dog's out of the basket. They're, well, they're not going back. We're not. That dog's what? out of the basket. We're not going back. I okay, mean, give me some examples, Rook. I can because I know what drugs. Two, there's only two things. Well, okay, there's three things I know of uh, that have been impure. Uh, the addition of lights in stadiums yep. that was revolutionary. Okay. Uh, the designated hitter. Sure. Sure. And steroids. Woof. All right, the dog's out of the basket, Rook. Dog's yeah. out of the basket, and you can't. I mean, right now. <laughs> You're not going to return that to its initial Wolf. purity. Yeah, I, I love talking I, sports. I understand. <laughs> yep, I understand. No, but I, I am serious. Your 19, you know, 50s or 70s or, or whenever it was, it was cool. It was pure. I agree with you. And the rules were rules, and that's just the way it was. It was so neat that it was a game that didn't have a clock. I always admired that about baseball. Yeah, there was no time limit them. to it. 
Put the microphone up next to your face, Mask Boy. I, I can this barely one. hear you. I need, yes, I'm able to see Matt White, White. Matt, do you have a mask on? Yeah, the GL podcast on self promotion. You know how much they're paying me to wear this thing? Mm-hmm. Free lunch. Because you don't, uh, you don't need to wear it indoors. I was under the assumption that we had to. I mean, I'm sorry. You don't need to wear it if you're working, for Pete's sake. I don't know. Go ahead and wear it then, I guess. No, I'm going to take it off. I'm going to be a contrarian. Yeah. <laughs> Good looking. I got a haircut, everything. You know, now that you have it off, um, maybe go ahead and put it back on. Put it back on? on? Okay, we'll get it right here. Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. you. Hail you. 40-year-old GLer writing in from Bemidji. On the way to work this morning, I saw a gorgeous... 1957 Bel Air convertible, black with the top down, presumably heading downtown for coffee. It was a beautiful sight on a beautiful summer morning and refreshed in my mind a couple of topics I've been meaning to ask you but haven't gotten around to. You've occasionally pondered what will happen to the collectible car market in another generation or two. This summer I had planned to attend back to the 50s for the first time, but we know how that turned out. My question is, how does a guy get into the market, learn pricing, models, and frauds? I'd like to acquire a reasonably priced, uh, generally stock restoration of a 1950 Chevrolet, maybe several over the years. A 58 or 59 half-ton Apache pickup would be my holy grail. My grandfather had a 55 and a 56 Chevy station wagon, so I'd go for something like that, too. I was going to ask you for some references to boat shows. I know Brainerd and Lake Minnetonka have been the scene of boat shows in prior years. I'm sure they were uh, COVID-canceled, too. To the best of my knowledge, the Gull Lake Boat Show at the end of August is still a go is still a goal. Any advice on getting into a wood boat? This spring I saw a Geisler from Nipissing, Ontario for sale on Craigslist. The price seemed reasonable and the wife was supportive, but the timing and garage space just aren't there right now. I was surprised that the wife was fully supportive. Uh, I am too. That's amazing. Uh, that's permission. That's permission. Well, he, he, I think he's got the permission. Mm. Uh, no need for the G- GL definition of permission this time. So I need to figure out my options and sources for a wooden boat in a year or two. My biggest concern is learning about annual maintenance before the acquisition. Uh, you must be able to recommend a book on that subject. Thanks for consideration of my questions. Uh, it goes without saying I love the show and hit the sponsors when visiting my relatives down there in the sustainable urban core. And whatever you do, don't give a shout-out to David Chapman in Omaha. I'm pretty sure he was my neighbor back in the 80s. Keep pushing back Nick Ronning. Well, I, Nick, you've already answered your own questions. You've identified the type of classic car you want. Now all you have to do is narrow your search. Go to eBay, Hemmings, Motor News, uh, Craigslist. I'm on Craigslist. I go to Craigslist in about five different cities on a daily so basis. So do I. So yeah. do I. You I have people us. coming over to your house saying, hey, you are Such, huh? Yeah. Hey, Mayor. Yeah. You're up there on Main Street, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm not here to buy. I just want to tell you a couple things about GL. Hey, so another thing about you, Trump. Do you do general searches on Craigslist, or do you search for certain vehicles? Specific vehicles only. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Uh, and as for the boats, uh, there's a wonderful museum in Alexandria devoted to old boats. Yep. Uh, I don't know, the Lakes Museum or something like that. Yep. Uh, and it's wonderful and full of old boats, and you can really get an education okay. there. Let me ask you a serious question. If, along the lines of his question, if you are going to get involved with an MSRA with the hot rod, or if you want to get involved in a wooden boat, what's the price you need to get in? Well, five grand? No, no. The no, first that, 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 that's open. Whatever you can afford. No, the first step is uh, if Nick is listening, uh, you join the Bob Speltz chapter of the Antique and Classic Boating Club. 
the La- Bob Speltz Land O'Lakes chapter of the uh, Antique and Classic Boating Club. That's going to cost you, what, about 5 bucks? I don't know, 10 bucks. Okay. And then you start getting the newsletters, and the newsletters you'll begin to develop a pattern of uh, advertisers and, and outfits that sell boats. That's how I start with the boats. Uh, cars, it should be plainly obvious. As I said, eBay, uh, Craigslist, uh, small-town newspaper s- ads, eBay. Do they still make Hemmings uh, Motor News, Joe? Yes, yeah. That, that's, that's the Bible. I've been getting uh, that for 50 years. Same. And uh, a great show I love watching is uh, Meekum Auto Auctions. Uh, oh, sure. And you yeah. just gel out and watch cool cars and motorcycles and boats being sold at auction. It's just a wonderful but show. Are those the auctions that where it's already done, where some guy that's got a whole bunch of money can spend? Yeah, and they're original. And, yeah, you, you need to come with a checkbook. But it, that doesn't mean that there aren't things available for 5000 10000 right. et cetera. I mean, you don't have to drop two hundred and fifty grand. Because I'm thinking about getting into both. I would like to get into some old cars, maybe some boats. <laughs> no, I, I don't see that. I don't I'm see trying that. To, I'm re- trying to recommend. get into the no, circuit. By old cars, he means his 96 Taurus that's still holding dear. <laughs> right, right. Got Can a good I get deal on that one. <laughs> He's got that thing parked next to the garage. <laughs> no, it's on his lawn. Yep, it's on stilts. <laughs> There's a tree growing through the engine compartment. <laughs> it's actually a vine. <laughs> a tree. Oh, man, the boats I looked at in my life. Uh, the worst thing that ever happened. The worst, The best and worst thing that ever happened. So the antique boat world was the film on Golden Pond. Oh, yeah. the, the best yeah. that happened is it really opened up uh, the, the, the collecting hobby to so many more people. But, but the worst thing that happened is I can't tell you how many ads I responded to <laughs> where it said, just like on Golden Pond, only to get there and find it was a beat-up 12-foot fishing boat. No, I've heard the reference a million times, but why do you contend that that movie ruined the boating or the because because it, people started putting ads and every any boat they had they were comparing it to On Golden Pond. Okay, On Golden Pond featured a 22 foot Chris Craft utility, a very popular Chris Craft boat built from about 1946 to 1954, and, and those are treasured. And so obviously, I'm going to respond to every ad that says Unlike Golden Pond, only to discover it was you know a sailboat or something. <laughs> Just... <laughs> or the uh, what was it the uh, the uh, what uh, aluminum fishing boat rowboat oh, yeah, that wasn't yeah. even uh, yeah didn't have any any features right, right. Uh, and that's back in the days though when that was pre Craigslist that was when the classified ads in newspapers were just a daily treasure just a daily treasure uh, and they no longer exist unfortunately which is one of the reasons that uh, revenue is so down in newspapers. Can you imagine the revenue that classified ads generated? Oh, my God. It must have been, must have been fantastic. I contend the uh, show on History Channel, uh, American Pickers, has destroyed the, the antique uh, values, too. They You can't buy an old metal sign now for under $1,000, yeah. where you used to be able to pick them up for 100 bucks. Same with anvils. You used to be able to buy an anvil fairly uh, cheap. And now they're four or five dollars per pound. Oh you God. know how I feel about. Uh, you know how I feel yes. about that show. Yeah, Joe, I, your idea is would make it, that thing revived. Go ahead. They they're glorifying hoarding on that show. What those yeah. junky those junky barns they visit? That isn't somebody's collection of stuff. That's some poor bastard that's been hoarding all his life, and now these guys come in and pretend that it's important stuff. That's hoarding. Yeah. 
It drives me crazy. Well, not everybody can help out crazy. an industry the way that Jerry Seinfeld has done for classic cars. I mean, Jerry's really been a proponent of uh, just trying to get him going. No, he single-handedly has ruined Thank my you. ability to Thank ever you. own a Porsche 356. Thank you. That's the response I was looking for. Because he paid for. about 450 grand for a rust bucket. <laughs> but, Joe, you back to um, uh, Pickers. You thought that they should be looking for a specific item yeah. and then cruising the country, maybe seeing, taking in some sights, and then saying, Willard over here is rumored to have that 350, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever you're looking for. Now, they, they arrive at the scenes of, of, of uh, despair, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They arrive at the scenes of hoarding. That's hoarding. That isn't collecting. Collecting, to me, implies that you take care of whatever it is you're collecting. Right. And this is just barns and garages full of literally junk. But you're right. They've ruined the metal sign business. Yeah. They're paying outrageous fees for signs that have been shot at and have ceramic missing and the paint's gone. They they uh, they really have changed that uh, quite a bit. They've changed that uh, quite a bit. Joe, I was listening to your confession of white privilege in your early life. Apparently, you had a father who helped you get jobs earlier in your life. And back in the day, white men, I guess, were in control. To me, that means nothing. What you had was a father who cared for you that made an effort to help you. Color does not come into that situation. I live now where in 1960, in 1960, Mississippi, a black person could not even swim in the ocean in Biloxi. Like you said, we have to move past that horrible past. But back when I grew up in the Roosevelt Home Projects in the 60s and 70s, dads were few, opportunity was not knocking. So us that made it did not have much to do with skin color as much as hard work and wise choices and avoiding drug addiction. Please call me sometime. I could fill you in on what happened to America, at least in my opinion. Love the show, except when you get into the too much Minneapolis BS. Thanks. Good luck, Tim, from Mississippi. Yeah, there's a great truth in what Tim's saying. There's a great truth in what Mm -hmm. Tim's saying. Uh, And then regarding skin color, this is a very important point from Tim. Joe, I used to not look at a person's skin color. Now, because of all the hype and new awareness, the first thing I notice is skin color. I don't think this is what MLK had in mind. Is that the goal of Black Lives Matter? Do they want me to look first at skin color? I still believe racial, racial prejudice will end when everyone looks in the mirror and does not see skin color. I fear for America's future more than I ever have. I have a two-year-old granddaughter. Is she now supposed to notice skin color first? If so, why? How will that improve anyone's life? Good luck, Tim. I can give you a personal observation from watching a four-year-old play with her Barbie dolls. Your mind hasn't been destroyed yet. There's no difference to her between a black Barbie doll and a white Barbie doll. She puts she puts outfits on both of them. The, the 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 color of the two Barbies never comes up. Mm-hmm. Never comes up. Kids are the perfect what? example. You know, my oldest son goes to what they call club care at his elementary school. Funny enough that he wasn't allowed to go to school, but they can do this. In any event, there's kids of all races that go to this, and it's that that's not you know he's not a, a, a black kid. He's not. Uh, Somalian, that's, you know, Evan. That's he. None of that ever comes up with him, and he's eight. Well, they haven't been destroyed yet right. by the failed academy. And that's how it was uh, for my kid when he was going to Roosevelt High School, and even the uh, elementary and middle school, same thing. They Here, didn't here's identify a wild, each other by colors or right. races. Here's a wild thought. What if the country suddenly becomes better because schools don't open? Oh, oh God. <laughs> 
Huh? What? What nah, if? What if? What, I, I don't think so. Well, you know, let me play with it for a minute. What? what All right. So, so this proselytizing stops. The failed academy stops. Oh, let's let's put it this way: Would the country be better if higher education went into a freeze, and these kids weren't exposed to these meaningless, meaningless degrees they're getting? Hmm. Well, I d- I do know that college. I'm in the thinking business. Colleges thinking are business. freaking out right now. Yeah. I know that firsthand that they're they're because what happens if they're not you know U of M announced yesterday what seventy five or eighty percent of their classes already are scheduled to be online for the next school year. Well, I Joe, don't it's think gonna, it's really going to hurt the trades, Joe, because all these trade schools are hands on. They they've got to get in there and get Good their point. hands dirty. Good well, point. did I say trade school? No, they're not part of the failed academy. I'm talking the academy, not a trade school. All right, and I continue to insist, and I've told my own uh, people this. College has become an embarrassment. It's a complete waste of time unless you in, you are you know going in that you have a specific discipline you intend to pursue. You're going to be an engineer, and it's a meaningful discipline, not gender studies. That's not a, that you you have to take courses that you can flunk. That would be my rule of thumb. Rook, I'm ready. <laughs> you're my show me you're where my to sign up. Show me where to sign up, guys. You can't flunk gender studies. You can't flunk j- social justice studies. Challenge you can't accepted. flunk any of that BS. You got to take courses if you're sending your kid to school. You've got to take courses that you can flunk, and you don't get to complain about it if you do. That way, I would say you could take your chance at the academy. But you got to know going in, you are going to come under an umbrella of such obtuse meaninglessness that it's going to be a waste of your time. That would be uh, hmm. that's that's coming to you from the old the old mayor, the old mayor. Right. that. not a bad thought. No. Interesting, anyway. Got to have a, a specific goal in mind. But and, I also, oh, sorry. Well, and I, the oldest uh, kid of the kid I used to have will be starting college, and he told me his what his major is, and it's so specific and complicated, I can't even remember what it was. Huh. But but it's it's something to do with analytical statistics and math. I, I don't know. But anyway. Oh, oh, you didn't quite understand that one? Yeah. Right. You flunked it, right? Just like me. <laughs> but see, I trust that kid implicitly that he knows perfectly well what he's getting into. Well, and he's had good parents that aren't yeah. going to steer him in the wrong direction. Right. He knows perfectly well that the academies are failing unless you have a very narrowly defined specific goal you have in mind. That way it would work. I, uh, I would just like to comment on Kenny's comment about the trade schools. I didn't even think about that. There's going to be a big hole because you're right. Those are all hands-on schools, and yeah. they're going to need with people retiring or maybe taking early outs. They're going to need those yeah. tradesmen and women yeah. left and right. That's a scary thing. The world needs mechanics, that's for sure. And I, uh, I trust the mechanics at uh, Schmelz Countryside in Maplewood. It's been where I've had my cars purchased and serviced for years. Multi-generational family. My father was early on in the Volkswagen Beetle craze, uh, craze back in the early 1960s. Got it from, uh, from Schmelz, who we knew. I went to school with Jonathan Sh- uh, John Schmelz, who's no longer with us. And his son, Jonathan, is now uh, uh, heading up Schmelz Countryside Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat, uh, right now a great deal on 2019 and 2020 Volkswagens, including the Atlas Cross Sport, 
0% interest for 72 months on all 2019 and 2020 VWs with deferred payment of 20 days and also up to 60 uh, uh, 0% for up to 60 months on certified pre-owned vehicles. You can arrange your own safe and sanitized sales appointment. Go to the websites, SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlphaRomeo.com, SchmelzFiat.com. Do your homework, pick out what you want, Call Schmelz. I'll have it waiting for you for your examination and a test drive. 651-243-4316. Schmelz Countryside, Volkswagen, Alfa Romeo, and Fiat right there on the southeast corner of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. Hey, we would love it if you could book a tee time with our partners at Siren National Golf Club in Siren, Wisconsin. Our friends Jeff and Sarah, they are the owners and are true diehard fans of Garage Logic. If you're not familiar, Siren National is a beautiful 19-hole championship course. Yes, they have an extra hole. You really have to see the beauty of this course for yourself. Check out a hole-by-hole video tour at their website right now, sirennational.com. They have mature pine and hardwood forest lines that bent grass, fairways, and greens. A lot of great natural features like woods, water, and rock. There are no houses on this course. You are in the North Woods. It's perfect for both veteran and beginner golfers, and it's also very affordable. Jeff and Sarah have priced rounds very fair. They want people to have fun without breaking the bank. Yes, and now, check this out. Through the end of the season, they have a special offer for any law enforcement officers. Just simply show your ID and get a free beverage with your round or $5 off your round of golf. Jeff and Sarah have two sons that are in law enforcement. It's very close to their heart. It's just their way of saying thank you. Book your tea time now at sirennational.com and please help support our fellow GLers and play Siren National. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Well, 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 we've all been stuck in the house for quite some time, and maybe it's time that you need to get your carpets cleaned. You need to bring in GL-approved My Trusted Carpet Cleaners. And the word trust is not just thrown out around here. I trust that these wonderful, wonderful people, Tim and Carla Ross, they're GLers, I trust that they're going to give you the best service, hence the name My Trusted Carpet Cleaners. It's owned by Tim and Carla, and their team of trained and certified cleaning experts will get your carpets and the upholstery clean and fresh again. Go to their website, mytrustedcarpetcleaners.com. Book your appointment today. You can book right online. They have a live booking system where you can see their prices, see what days and times are available, and book a cleaning in real time without even having to pick up the phone. It's as easy as that. You don't have to go with the big chain or some fly-by-night with the guy in a van when Kenny comes to clean your carpet. Go with the GL-owned company, My Trusted Carpet Cleaners. They also do commercial buildings as well, so they are ready. The word trust, we don't just throw it around here. Go to MyTrustedCarpetCleaners.com. That's MyTrustedCarpetCleaners.com. And book it online today and tell them you heard it from Rookie on the Garage Logic Podcast. Such. Is Johnny Hype back? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Johnny Heights newscast. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. Let, let me There's say a... one. Let me say one <laughs> yeah. last thing. Uh, if your kid in college is taking courses that he or she can't flunk, they are not getting an education. They are getting an indoctrination. 
Here's John Height. Mm. Well, wait a minute, because I had to take bowling at Mankato, and that was one. I loved that bowling? class. Yeah, didn't you guys ever have to do an? Oh, so how'd you do God, it? help me. How'd you do it? <laughs> bowling. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> I could have flunked that, I think, though. John, this is this is nom, Smokey. We have rules. This update brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store. Governor Tim Walls will allow individual school districts to decide how they want to approach the 2020 school year amid the COVID-19 pandemic. As we record this, the governor has not had his press conference yet, but a source in the governor's office confirmed to uh, Tom Hauser, our buddy downstairs in the KSTP newsroom, that that's what will happen. While the decision will be up to districts, the state will provide some guidance, according to the source. Earlier in the summer, state officials directed school districts to make a plan that would include an in-person, hybrid, and distance learning model. I have a question. Uh, So with open enrollment in the state of Minnesota, doesn't that mean then that the school districts that elect to bring their kids back are going to get overwhelmed with new students? I have no Mm. idea. Okay, Mm. thank you. Appreciate that. (laughs) The Minneapolis Charter Commission voted to keep one police proposal off the November ballot, uh, lessening the chances for voters to weigh in this year on how to reform policing. According to a city spokesperson, by a vote of 8 to 6, the commission blocked a proposal that would ask voters to remove the requirement to maintain a police force at a level based on the city's population. That was considered as the simpler of the two proposals up for consideration. That other proposal would eliminate the requirement to keep a police department. In its place, the city would have a broader community safety department that might or might not include police officers. The debate on how to remodel police has divided Minneapolis since Memorial Day and Floyd's death. The commission will convene again next week to consider a more far-reaching proposal to reshape policing brought forward by the city. Council. That sounds like some adults step forward in the Charter Commission, some yes. actual adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, prosecutors charged two women in Wisconsin, including a high school social worker, with attacking a Wisconsin state senator during a chaotic night of violence outside the state capitol last month. Wow. 33-year-old Carita O'Reilly and 26-year-old Samantha Hammer were each charged with one count of being a party to substantial battery, a felony punishable by up to $10,000 in fines and three and a half years in prison. Both women were arrested Monday after they turned themselves into police. O'Reilly's attorney, Nathan Otis, said in an email to the Associated Press, it'll become clear that she didn't commit any crime and the lack of evidence will become clear, he says, as the state uh, uh, as the state's case progresses, the protest that night sparked by the arrest of a black man who shouted at downtown restaurant customers through a megaphone while carrying a baseball bat. Protesters also toppled two statues outside the Capitol and threw a Molotov cocktail through a government building. Uh, one of those statues was a Civil War hero. Yes. For the North. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is look at the coats. Right. Yep. That's, somebody's not coats. doing their homework here. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is look, look, at at look at the coats. Okay. What was the color? He said, gray. He's, he's a good guy. <laughs> no, he'd be uh, or blue. Bad guy. Yeah. 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 Sorry, you're right. Blue. 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 It's opposite. Yeah. It's like no. the wrong way. I, I guess the coat thing doesn't work for all of us. <laughs> yeah, not for Chris. <laughs> no. Uh, Chris, by the way, I did listen to yesterday's show, and you're right. I was screaming at the I knew it. Only at only at you, though. Why? 
because you're like, uh, John Fogarty, does he still make albums? What? I honestly, I, I found that shocking. I did not know that, John. Well, so even I, I knew that, John. So fight back against yeah, musical well, illiteracy, John. But, John, it did inspire Kenny and I to watch the dude uh, on the Lebowski as he's rocking a CCR, and then he burns yeah. himself and then tries to douse it with the beer. That's a And then beautiful. it's a dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> From the uh, Star Tribune, piercing screams for help sent employees and customers scrambling outside the Sherwin-Williams paint store. Uh, that's in the Minneapolis Lynn Lake neighborhood. Uh, a woman yelling, they put a gun to my head. She said two men had just tried to rob her and take her car. Well, store manager Jacob Babcock and others went after the men who had jumped back in the car and fled. Babcock pounded on the back window as someone inside rolled down and shot three times. Oh, a bullet. The bullet ricocheted through his back, leaving him bleeding on the street. Babcock, father of two, was recovering from surgery as of yesterday afternoon. Uh, police sent out an alert Tuesday about 100 robberies and 20 car robberies in South Minneapolis in July. Last month, 11 people shot in Uptown a few blocks from this attempted robbery. Here we go. Minneapolis back on track, huh? <laughs> President Trump, for the first time, floating a delay to the November 3rd presidential election. Joe, you nailed it. <laughs> that won't happen. No, it won't happen. The pre uh, dates of presidential elections the Tuesday after the first month in November and every fourth year are enshrined in federal law and would require an act of Congress to change. The Constitution makes no provisions for the delay and for obvious reasons gives the president no power to delay an election. The president tweeting, with universal mail-in voting... 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. It'll be a great embarrassment to the USA. Delay the election until people can properly, securely, and safely vote. Three question marks. The Trump USA speech. is getting very used to being embarrassed. The uh, Don't you think um, he's just trolling us? Come on. Yeah. No, no, I was not I, at all. Actually, no, Kenny, John. I was saying he was John, stealing a note. I think he's throwing it out there and see if he can get it to stick on the wall. That's no, I, I, I disagree. I, I'm pretty sure he's having fun with us. He's trolling us. He he knows what kind of reaction he's going to get here, and you're falling into his trap. Well, this, is, his, his, this is just like when I tell you the Beatles suck. <laughs> hey, Kenny, Kenny, you know what kind of reaction he's getting? Every Republican in the world is lambasting him. Republican, well, not Democrat. They got hooked. They're fished in. They They're hooked. flopping around in the boat. Kenny, I disagree. Continue, John. <laughs> the tweet came on a day of bad economic news amid a dark political patch for his re-election effort. The government reporting that U.S. economy shrank at 32.9% in the, the April June history. quarter. Worst ever. As the coronavirus outbreak shut down businesses through tens of millions of people out of work, uh, Trump trailing in the polls. There is no evidence of widespread voter fraud, by the way, through mail-in voting, even in states with all-mail votes, although his tweet also mentioned that. Five states already rely exclusively on mail-in ballots. They say they have the necessary safeguards in place to ensure that a hostile foreign actor does not disrupt well, you can you can be critical of the president, but the the effect in the economy that has nothing to do with him. It's because of the virus. Well, the people who are critical say he could have done a little more at the beginning of the virus, to perhaps mandatory masks, etc. Huh? Yeah. Three former presidents, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, and Bill Clinton, are paying tribute this morning and early afternoon to late congressman and civil rights leader John Lewis at his funeral at the historic Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta. Uh, Obama, the nation's first black president, was scheduled to deliver, to, the, uh, to deliver the eulogy at a 
service marked by speeches, songs, and the tolling of a bell. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi requiring masks be worn on the House floor after a Republican member of Congress tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, That member is Texas Representative Louis Gommert. He often shunned wearing masks and was known to vote without one. The 66-year-old Gommert, one of the House's most conservative and outspoken members, told a Texas news station he tested positive at the White House and he planned to self-quarantine. Strangely enough, Gommert, who has questioned mask use for months, Uh, went so far as to say that wearing a mask may have caused him to catch the virus. He said his constant Mm -hmm. readjusting of the mask may have let the virus come into contact with him. Herman Cain, former presidential hopeful who was once considered by President Trump for the Federal Reserve, has died after being hospitalized with the coronavirus. He was 74 years old. He'd been hospitalized in Atlanta July 1st, two days after being told he had tested positive. Less than two weeks before getting his diagnosis, Kane had attended President Trump's rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the marquee event for the president's re-election campaign kickoff. Kane was a vocal supporter of Trump, tweeted a photograph of himself at the rally surrounded by other attendees, none of whom appeared to be wearing masks or other protective gear. In Minneapolis, uh, you can no longer uh, belly up to the bar, as they say. The mayor there, Jacob Fry, says beginning August 1st, bars, restaurants, nightclubs, breweries, distilleries, and more will have to close their indoor bar areas. Those places are still allowed to serve alcohol, but customers will no longer be able to sit, order, or mingle at the bar. The mayor said at a news conference, we're not closing bars as a total building. What we are closing is bar areas. That is service from the bar itself directly to patrons who would otherwise come up to a bar in large numbers, press their up, pass their credit card over and receive their drink honestly he's just better off closing them because now they have to just still staff the bar they're going to make a fraction of what they would have this guy is so incompetent it just drives me insane (laughs) well they can still sell you a drink you just can't you just can't lean on the bar but joe i'm I'm talking from the standpoint of the bar owner now he still has to he or she still has to staff said place but they're going to make a fraction of what they would he he doesn't realize that he's not helping them in any way by doing this. He's making it worse. I think the owners would disagree with you and would choose uh, some opportunity to make a living as opposed to being told they must shut down completely. Okay. be interesting to talk to a bar owner about that. This does affect 640 establishments. I didn't realize there are that many in the city. Uh, I do have an obscure musician death of the day. I know. Well, I, uh, we I'm, a, not, I'm he's not, not surprised. Obscure. He's not obscure. Well, oh, really? Really? Is he as well known as Peter Green? <laughs> Who? Go ahead. Malik B., <clears throat> a rapper and founding member of The Roots, has died. He was 47. It's obscure to me. The, <laughs> the group announced the death of the Philadelphia-born MC in a social media post on Wednesday, no cause of death released. Malik B., real name Malik Abdul-Basit, was a major contributor to the group, which includes, of course, Amir Questlove-Thompson and Tariq Blackthought-Trotter. Now, those two I knew, to be truthful, but I didn't know Malik. Johnny, was he part yeah. of the group that was playing for Fallon? Because isn't, isn't the Roots, yeah, aren't the they Roots? Fallon's house yeah. band? Okay. Yes. Yeah. He appeared on four albums before departing the group in 1999. The group won its first Grammy the year after that. Uh, the Roots, uh, as Chris just said, will also perform as the house band on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show, paid homage to him, uh, saying, We regretfully inform you of the passing of our beloved brother and longtime Roots member Malik Basit. Uh, Malik did return as a featured guest on the group's 2006 album, 
Game Theory and Rising Down in 2008. As a solo artist, he released two studio albums, Street Assault and Unpredictable. Four-time James Beard Award winner Andrew Zimmern has added an Emmy to his mantle. The Twin City Chefs Travel Channel series, The Zimmern List, was named Outstanding Travel and Adventure Program during one of three ceremonies last weekend handed out at the 47th I just forgot we were on Daytona. camera. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just forgot we were on do? camera. What did, what did you, you do? do? I did a little no. eye roll. Yeah, I'm sorry. We had a little Andrew salute Zimmern. for Andrew. We were very happy for him. I'm very happy for him. I don't think this TV is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I've always gotten along with Andrew. Very I have well. too. I'm just giving I him. I don't a, share those thoughts. Giving him I a don't hard know. time. I've never met him. Yeah, he's an all right guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. The uh, show beat out Rock the Park, Samantha Brown's Places to Love, Ocean Treks with Jeff Corwin, I love and that I can Jack Hannah's <laughs> Into the yeah. Wild. In addition to accepting the award, Zimmern served as a presenter during the virtual ceremony, which also included a tribute to the late Regis Philbin. Uh, composer Alan Menken, uh, he became uh, one of a rare breed. He received an Emmy. He's now the 16th person to uh, what they call EGOT. That means he has an Emmy, an Oscar, a Grammy, and a Tony. Wow. He won- you know, we had Regis in the studio one day. Remember that, Rook? We did. Yeah. October uh, that was fun. 12th, uh, October sometime. He was, yeah. uh, he was a good guy. He was a pretty good guy. He was very fun, yeah. yeah. Why, what was the occasion? Why did you guys have him on? I think he was promoting a book. Okay. And we thought, what the hell, let's say hello to Regis. You know who's really getting canceled? The culture is really eating their own. Ellen DeGeneres probably is going to oh just never be seen again. Right. Why? What, what did I miss? What's Warner going Brothers on? Brothers has an investigation. It, it turns out she's not the friendly sweetheart that we right. all think oh, she is. Oh, she's, she's mean got the, behind the got scenes. got the Howard Hughes thing going, too. You can't look at her, and you got to yeah. take a piece of gum before you get near her because she doesn't want to smell anything. And she just sounds like a complete crackpot. Wow. Yeah. NASA's Perseverance rover is headed to Mars, the third spacecraft to head that way this month. It's a robotic wheeled vehicle designed to look for signs of past life on Mars. It lifted off from Cape Canaveral this morning at 7.50 Eastern Time. The launch was pushed back a couple of weeks by a series of technical delays and overcame challenges imposed by the coronavirus pandemic, which required a lot of its engineers to work from home. The rover's destination is a crater, Jezero which was once a lake in the northern hemisphere of Mars. Scientists think it is a promising location where signs of ancient Martian life could be preserved if life ever existed on Mars. The Atlas V rocket lifted the spacecraft away from Earth and on a trajectory to arrive at Mars in six and a half months. John, thank you. Yes. We have to, we have to get to uh, some important news uh, regarding George Soros and Uh, further helping us better understand what is really taking place the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings. We'll be doing that in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about our friends at 30 Bales Restaurant in downtown Hopkins. Yes, they're still open. They haven't been canceled, Rook. Get out there. Happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. Tuesday through Friday. They have a number of great $5 items Food-related, craft cocktail-related, tap beer-related. Their happy hour is spectacular. You can also have brunch there on the weekends with the family. It's a scratch Midwest kitchen, Rook. It's phenomenal. The Juicy Lucette is their newest item that I am absolutely in love with. But listen, uh, go out there. Let Todd and Tom know that you heard about it on the GL podcast. 
podcast. They're great people. They're located right downtown Hopkins, at the heart of downtown Hopkins, on 11th and Main Street. And 30 Bales Restaurant, uh, their website, 30bales.com, they'll show you the entire menu, all of their hours of operation. They do have two outdoor patios to be seated and also 50% occupancy inside of the restaurant. 30bales.com, please let them know that you heard about it on the GL Podcast. Skinover Body Works and Glass up in Shoreview. They're our one-stop family-owned third-generation body shop, County E at Lexington. Mike Schoonover's on the line, and Mike, oh boy, I think you may have stepped in it. You now have a customer for life with with uh, Such. That might be good, or or maybe not. Hi, Mike. Hi, Joe. Hi. Hey. Hi, fellas. Hey, Joe. How are you? Uh, hey, I uh, no. Can I? Uh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, hey, Joe, I just want to get something off my chest. Uh, hey, hey, Kenny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're yeah. an idiot for using a. <laughs> squeegee on the inside of your windshield. Yes, she is, isn't it? That's, that's just laziness. I, I mean, you should quit smoking. If that's as big of an issue, you should just, just quit smoking. Mike, it's positive I, I Thursday. I embarrassed for you. <laughs> I am too. Oh anyway. God. Sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Mike, you did gain a customer for life. Uh, all my body work had been done elsewhere uh, at the same shop for the last... 40 years, I'm not exaggerating. I know the guy, he's a neighborhood guy. But uh, uh, you, you've you've won me over. I can't believe the uh, service I received. And I, I was assured by you, you were going to, you picked up my car and you returned it. And before I would even allow you to do that, I asked you if you were doing that for everybody. Otherwise, I wouldn't have accepted that. And you said yes, especially now, which I imagine you were referring to just dealing with this pandemic issues. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, it's funny. Not a whole lot of people take us up on it, but, you know, it's always there. It's always available. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, folks like to get their rental car, uh, you know, when they drop their car off. And and uh, I think they just like the experience of coming to the shop. But, hey, if they don't, we, we have it available. Well, I took you what I'm considering a collector car that had some rear fender damage. Uh, other than that, it was it's always been a, an exceptionally gorgeous car, it's extremely well kept, and I, I I it's a 15 year old car, and I always considered it looked like it was about a year old. And when I got it back from you, it looked like it was still on the boat coming over here from Germany and hadn't even gotten in the showroom yet. It was that good. I'm not kidding. It was that good. Well, I'm happy that you're happy. That's yeah. that's good. That's yeah. that's aim, that's what we uh, that's what we aim to do. Uh, well, so it's, it's fantastic. That, that's Thank how you. it is with Schoonover, I'm telling you. And it doesn't matter if you bring them a, a, a fancy car or an old Yugo, you get treated the same. They've been in business for 80 years, consistently rated as the uh, number one body shop. I'm just going to say it. They're the best in town. You have a choice. Joe's choice here at Garage Logic. Uh, it's Schoonover Body Works. It, it, let me try that again. Take two. Schoonoverbodyworks.com. Thank you, Mike. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. We're going to learn more about uh, George Soros now. This is from Fox News. Calls for drastic criminal justice and police reforms have swept the country since the death of George Floyd, but local prosecutors already are making waves on that front in a sign 
that under-the-radar political investments made by progressive groups in recent years are paying off. District attorneys and current candidates whose campaigns benefited from the work of left-wing organizations, including ones backed by liberal billionaire George Soros, are now pushing for new practices that could see sharp reductions in prosecutions and incarcerations. Soros, through the Justice and Public Safety PAC and other groups, has been spending millions of dollars on prosecutorial races in recent years with a number of beneficiaries making headlines since their elections. St. Louis Circuit Court Attorney Kim Gardner, who was boosted by Soros in her campaign, drew controversy when she announced her office was bringing felony charges against Mark and Patricia McCloskey, the couple who brandished guns outside their home as protesters marched by in June. The McCloskeys have said many times they were defending themselves, with tensions high in St. Louis and other cities over race and law enforcement. They said the crowd of demonstrators broke an iron gate marked with no trespassing and private street signs and that some threatened them. Missouri Governor GOP, uh, Missouri GOP Governor Mike Parson said he would consider pardons for the couple if charges were filed. Another high-profile prosecutor who had been backed by Soros is Cook County, Illinois State's Attorney Kim Fox. Fox drew national attention when she dismissed the case against actor Jesse Smollett, who had been accused of faking a hate crime. The case was later taken over by a special prosecutor who filed new charges. Fox is seeking re-election this year and already won her Democratic primary. Regarding ongoing protests in her jurisdiction, she has said that her office will lean toward dismissing cases coming from protests or curfew violations. The question is, uh, the question it comes down to is, is it a good use of our time and resources? Fox told the Chicago Sun-Times, no, it's not. Holy mackerel. Looking at her term in office, a report from Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund found a 13% decline in guilty pleas or verdicts in felony cases and a 39% increase in dropped or lost cases after Fox took office in 2016. San Francisco District Attorney Chessa Budin, another beneficiary of Soros-tied contributions, recently defended the movement to defund police. In a discussion with Representative Ayanna Presley, Democratic Massachusetts, earlier in July, Budin questioned whether money going to the police was the most effective use of, uh, use of tax dollars. The other uh, district uh, attorneys uh, who are participating uh, in these commissions, Philadelphia DA, Suffolk County Mass DA, uh, both have a thorough support. Uh, Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner was elected after Soros put $1.45 million into a political action committee that supported him, has also taken a public stance regarding events that have spun out of protests over Floyd's death. Okay, I'm going to stop now. It's a long story. Uh, I can see now where, where uh, John Cass wrote about this in the Tribune. Uh, I, I don't know who to ask. I, I, maybe I'll try to get Cass. Maybe he knows. What does Soros hope to benefit from going soft on crime. What does Soros have to stand to gain by pouring millions of dollars into the elections of people who he knows apparently will then be soft on crime and embrace progressive ideals? What is he hoping to gain? Are, are you ready? Yep. Uh, after this came up the other day uh, when we were talking about protesters being paid, et cetera, et cetera, I did a little digging. I know you'll find that shocking. Um, but Soros apparently is a futures trader. Yeah. Which means that the money that he makes is based on the ebb and flow of a given economy. Right. He's made his fortune betting on 
currencies. Right. So this would play right into that. If the economy goes into the tank, he's going to, you know what I'm saying? So he's going to make money on the ebb and the flow of the, you know, of the, of the, of the given climate. I'm not going to pretend I understand how he does that, uh, but I still would say, so he's 84 or 87 years old or whatever. I'm going to ask a, a very euphorian question. Mm-hmm. He's already worth about seven to eight billion. What, what, what kind of life does he think he'll be experiencing living in a ravaged country it, where he that's now might where he might now have 15 billion dollars i don't think that's the answer i don't and, know what it is that he's after and he'll, yeah right he would have unruliness and anarchy and you know how do you you can't really okay. spend your money in a free economy like but that but he's also 84 and what you know what maybe this is a game to him Maybe Doctor Evil. He's, he's not. Yeah, his hands he's not going to be around six, much longer. He's eighty-four. That's exactly where I was going, Rook. Bond villain. <laughs> yeah, Bond where he, villain. Where he gets the uh, James Bond, tells him his evil plan and how he's going to do it, and then uh, stretches out the the plan to kill him by not killing him. Well, I, I I'm going to have to find someone uh, to explain this to me. What what does this old man have to gain? By helping destroy this country. Well, we Which found it, someone. Rook, take a take a shot. I might flunk this one too. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Joe. I don't know what the what his motivation would be to ruin the greatest country that allowed him to uh, work hard and get seven billion dollars. Congratulations, tip of the uh, cap to you. Now just go sit down and enjoy it on Marco Island uh, or Greece. He'd he'd be a little uh, step above Marco, I think. Okay. Maybe, but I get your I get your plan. I mean, I get your idea. But there's there's a this is a major major story that needs more and more examination. Uh, this Justice and Public Safety PAC, Political Action Committee, and other groups spending millions of dollars on prosecutorial races, with a number of beneficiaries making headlines. The people that he supported have gone soft on crime. The Kim Fox. Uh, wouldn't press charges against J- Jussie Smollett. What? What? I, I don't believe George Soros is altruistic. I don't believe that he's acting from a point of believing that the J- Jussie Smollett's of the world have been victimized. I don't. I don't see any evidence in his behavior that would suggest he's an altruistic soul. Uh, he's just a. I don't know what he is. Mm. I don't know what he is. But it's clear that he's funding campaigns to elect people who are not going to who are going to weaken arrests and trials. Could it be uh, that he's merely looking to help take down President Trump because he was a big donor to Clinton, Hillary Clinton's campaign in 2016? Could that well, be? I mean, could I'm just throwing that out there? Could that be part of it? Uh, sure. Okay. Sure, it could be. Okay. Uh, I know when we'll get the answer. It's going to come as soon as this podcast is posted and the GLers start weighing in because you know we have GLers that have followed this closely. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, this is and, just way above my pay grade. I just don't understand. And I have to do my due diligence on all the emails I get because I can't, uh, like on the Black Lives Matter uh, donation page where the emailer said 95% of the donations don't go to Black Lives Matter, I can't. I can't find that, so therefore that got the we don't know that. So if I get if I get material on George Soros, I have to carefully vet it. 
And I will call John Cass of the Chicago Tribune. He's facing some cancel culture activity now uh, because his column essentially echoing what I just read you, uh, indicting Soros for bringing about these weak prosecutors, weak district attorneys. He's getting accused now of being anti-Semitic because Soros is Jewish. That That wasn't the point of Cass's column at all. Not at all. And Cass, uh, thank God, is fighting back and said, uh, I'll never, I'll never uh, soften my stance in this newsroom or any other newsroom. Well, good for him. Of course, good for him. Yeah. And I, I want to I talk to him. Uh, Does he have enough cachet, Cass, to, that this really is going to affect his career? No. Yes, he's a big guy. You know, he's a, he's a good uh, syndicated columnist with his own podcast in Chicago that I'm sure is very well received. He won't let it affect his career. And he doesn't need to. He hasn't done anything wrong. Good. He's writing on behalf of a beleaguered city that he lives in and essentially saying, why is this man funding the campaigns of people who are helping to bring us down? What the hell is going on? Well. And, and I'm, I'm a little uh, blow on the pay grade uh, myself, Kenny. I have no idea what the world is going on. But it's an outrage. An absolute outrage that uh, uh, we're well. Remember, we had a, a, a an attorney elected in a district or a city attorney in Boston that wasn't going to. You can rob a house if nobody's in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yes. Well, what, that was happening here too in Minneapolis. We weren't going to. What was it? We weren't going to prosecute uh, misdemeanors. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll get on it. I'll get on it. And you know what I need right now? What do you need, brah? Fire up Steve and C again at the end of the dock. Okay. And remember that at 7.30 Saturday night on Bone Lake, you lucky boaters and uh, cabin owners up on Bone Lake in Wisconsin, there'll be another one of these sunset concerts this Saturday night on Bone Lake. I believe it's 7.30. Uh, I would I would love to attend one. I'll, I will be unable to. Uh, on this occasion, but now that I know he does them. Now picture him out at the end of a long dock. There might be a hundred boats around. It's still daylight, but the sun is fading into civil twilight. It's a beautiful lake, by the way. Wow. Wait for the breeze. Here comes the breeze. All the boats are socially distanced. <laughs> Isn't that great? Wow. I'm just getting a look at it right song. now, Joe. And it's a drone video. It makes it appear as though he's virtually out in the middle of the, di- the yeah, lake. Yeah. It's just really cool. Damn. That yeah. fella can play, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. Boy. You like that, Johnny Height? That's wonderful. Where do we stand on Yacht Rock, by the way? Well, I'm amused by it. I'm amused (laughs) by it. I love Yacht Rock. I do, too. I can't help it. I love it. (laughs) I love this song, too. 
There's a whole Yacht Rock channel on satellite radio. There yeah. certainly is. <laughs> as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to listen to Brandy. I love Brandy. Oh. Looking glass. <laughs> Brandy you got, uh, is in heavy rotation in that Sirius XM station. Do you listen to it on that tub you got, that uh, Yacht Rock tub you have? Huh? <laughs> hey, today's the day. What's today's that? Today's the day. Well, mean? somebody's going to win a quarter side of beef from Spencer Grunhofer. Today's the day Spencer draws the name out of the hat, and uh, some lucky customer is going to win an $856 Ooh. quarter side of beef that was uh, from a cow that Spencer raised himself, a and, steer that Spencer raised himself. And rookie yesterday, Joe explained to us in the audience that that beef comes from a cow. Right, right from a cow. Yep. It's not pork. <laughs> it's not chicken. It's coming well, from a cow. Well, Rook, uh, you'd be a likely candidate to own a quarter side of beef. What in oh, God's yes. name would you do with it? You'd get all sorts of great cuts of meat right. that Spencer would carefully cut for you, and then you'd have it at the ready, and it is... It's a smart way to buy. I mean, they win it, but it's a smart thing to buy, too, because the meat's a hell of a lot cheaper. Well, if I won it, I'd leave it right there and say, Spencer, bill me what you have to bill me to turn this into burgers and steaks and the whole deal. Exactly. Yeah. Just leave me a credit card. Just uh, let me. Uh, <laughs> Joe's going to run up there with a the knife and just slice off a little T-bone and head back to St. Paul. Right. Uh, well, it's today, so uh, we'll we'll be anxious to, I hope, uh, uh, maybe... Uh, uh, Chris, you could email Jeff Gonzalez yep. and say we would love to uh, advertise the name of the winner tomorrow oh, sure. or else, or else remind us to call Spencer tomorrow and see who won. Uh, this is Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. It's right at the north end of Hugo, which is not a long stretch, right on Highway 61. It's become the most fabulous meat emporium any of us have ever gotten to know, so much so that Spencer is now adding 2,500 square feet to the facility because his uh, business has gone up so much and everyone appreciates that, especially Spencer, which is why he gave away the quarter side of beef. That was a contest that was running all July. So uh, maybe tomorrow we'll be able to tell you the lucky winner of a quarter side of uh, beef from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo. Summer breeze makes me feel fine. University of Garage Logic, 98. College of Self-Esteem, zip, nada, nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. So I'm looking at that video of Stephen C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out on the lake. Great drone video. And all I'm thinking about is, how tall of a glass of Harmony Spirits bourbon whiskey could I pour while I'm sitting on Such's boat listening to Stephen C.? Ain't got no boat no more. That's true. It's, um, uh, it, it, it's made its way off of your driveway. I'm but right. five-gallon bucket. I'm thinking two measuring cups, one oh for God. each you hand. You did that. I know you did that. With true. ginger ale. Listen, Harmony Spirits are one of our newest clients here in Garage Logic, located in beautiful Harmony, Minnesota. Handcrafted Minnesota Spirits, vodka, gin, rum. But I love the bourbon whiskey. It is phenomenal. They know what they're doing. And they have a beautiful tasting room. But more importantly, what they would like you to do is go to your local liquor store or even call your local liquor store and request that they stock up on Harmony Spirits and help spread the word on a fantastic company that produces handcrafted spirits right here in our own backyard. HarmonySpirits.net is their website. And you should check them out on Twitter, too at Harmony Spirits, and if you go to their Twitter account, you can find out how they can ship their products basically anywhere in the United States. Mm. HarmonySpirits.net and at Harmony Spirits on Twitter, Joe. 
All right, thank you. I just got an email from a fellow named Tom who's uh, praising Minneapolis for being terribly efficient because it took only four days to burn down uh, Minneapolis while it's taking Portland two months. So we thought that was... (laughs) We're number one. We're number one. Did you see the quote from the... Was it the governor of Oregon? That's basically ripping the fact that there's that there's a military presence there. What's wrong with these people? Well, as Barr pointed out the other day, what are we supposed to do? Should we just let a federal courthouse get destroyed? Right, exactly. Well, the precedent has been set. You had a you had a uh, mayor of Minneapolis who let a third precinct building get destroyed. It's just bricks and mortar. No, it's not. <laughs> it's everybody's tax money. Detroit Police Chief James Craig. Uh, was on Tucker Carlson last night, mm-hmm. or, or Tuesday night, to discuss why his city has been spared the violent protests happening in other urban centers across the U.S. We don't retreat in Detroit. We're just not going to do it, Craig said. You saw the images of streets where there was lawlessness, looting, and burning, no sign of police officers. We weren't giving up ground to the radicals. We just didn't do it. While Detroit has avoided major unrest, Portland has been gripped by nightly demonstrations and riots for more than two months while rejecting officers, uh, rejecting offers of federal assistance from President Trump. In apparent contrast to Portland, Craig said citizens of Detroit are fed up with these radical protests. I'm not talking about peaceful protests. I mean these misguided radicals that have tried to incite violence in our city, the chief said. They said, we're not, going to, we're not going to put up with it, and so we got a couple of things. we got a great police department, great leadership, but we have a community that stands with us and said, enough is enough. Earlier this month, protests rocked the city after 20-year-old Hakeem Littleton was killed in an officer-involved shooting. However, authorities released video that showed Littleton opened fire on officers who were making an arrest before he was shot and killed. At the time, Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan commended Craig for releasing the video soon after Littleton's death. So when you talk about what's different here, we have a city that stood together, and oh, by the way, I know there's a lot of conversation about the mayors in some of these big cities, Craig said. Our mayor stands with the police chief, stands with this police department, and we're not going to tolerate this uptick in violence. That's the key. This, of course, is a black uh, chief of police, Mr. Craig. But how, how starkly different than here? You have a mayor that's not standing with the police. Right. You, have a, you have a mayor who doesn't know where to be. You have a city council that's not standing with the police. Uh, and you apparently do not have a city willing to stand up and, and uh, uh, rally on behalf of the police, although the city Com- charter commission, as we noted earlier, is, uh, is not uh, uh, bowing to this idea that the uh, – the adult children on the city council want to reduce the number of police officers. They're going to keep the formula off the ballot, at least for now. Uh, but gee, uh, those are good words from the uh, from the mayor of Detroit. They, uh, it sounds like they got their act together. Wow. I suppose a smart-ass thing to say would be there's really not much left that's, in Detroit to lose. That's exactly right. yeah. what I was thinking. <laughs> that would be the technically the smart-ass way to do it. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm, I'm grateful to read that news. It's a ray of hope on a positive Thursday. Oh, well, let me get, I get one of these. Here's today's ray of hope. And it's been one an ongoing I... ray of hope. Go that, ahead, uh, it's been an ongoing ray of hope that... Uh, since the the month of George Floyd, things have been relatively peaceful here. Well, other than the one hundred oh, robberies right. and twenty yeah. cars. Well, I mean, I don't mean that. <laughs> I, but I mean, I mean to yes. distinguish between those personal encounters and these in the mass ah, mindless sure. destruction. Agreed. Yeah, right. uh, I did see. Unfortunately, someone has 
tagged Minnehaha Falls, the staircases up and down, and it's just very unsightly graffiti. It's just too bad that that's such a great place oh, to go. And uh, It's everywhere, Matthew. Uh, the tagging has reached uh, epic proportions on the who, south side. Who tags? Is it uh, Everybody, apparently, now. <laughs> it's not just before limited. It was, yeah, before it was a territory thing, you know, um, the inner gang rivalry thing, but now it's virtually everybody. Wow. And what yeah. is it? I, okay. They never say anything. It's like H-G-Y-T-F. Well, it, it means something to them. Oh, uh, okay. We're the rest of us not quite sure. The one thing that the Minneapolis police didn't mention, they gave us these tips earlier this week, Such, on uh, survival during the uh, violence and mayhem here. And I guess this actually holds true anywhere in the country. Uh, if you can find a, a local federal firearms dealer, you can order from dkmags.com and have whatever you purchase, if it's a firearm, shipped to that dealer, and you can pick it up there. Uh, wow. there. Uh, yeah, because seriously, DK Mags is the GLer's armory. It's Thursday here already. That means it's getting busier at dkmags.com. They're up on Old 8, New Brighton, and Monticello Pond and Gun. If you're local here, you can sneak in and get out quickly during the beginning of the week, but rumors has it that levels are a little higher at the end of the week. And you know what? We don't talk about Monticello Pond and Gun enough. That's my fault. How awesome is this? You can stroll in up there. Pick up a concrete saw, a TV, a Glock 19, an air compressor, and a bunch of 12-gauge target loads. We can find all of the above and more at Monticello Pond and Gun. They're at 1219 Highway 25. That's just south of 94 in Monticello. And remember, if you're one of the good men or women uh, in law enforcement or the military or veteran, even a first responder, you're going to get another 5% off firearms and accessories. DKMags.com. They're up in New Brighton or Monticello Pond and Gun. A couple of wonderful shops for GLers run by GLers. I have a uh, another very positive note for you on this Positive Thursday in just a moment. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Let's get the ball rolling, folks. Let's get the ball rolling. Live Wire Solar can get the ball rolling to help you save money with a custom-designed solar energy system for your home or, more importantly, for your business. Financing, yep, it's available. You can install a system with no out-of-pocket costs and pay for it in four to six years with the money you save on your energy bill. Man, that's a good deal, and you can't argue with it. No out-of-pocket, and your system is paid in four to six years? If you want to save money on your energy bill for your business or home, it's only Live Wire Solar. They're the Midwest solar experts, and they also know about additional local incentives that could save you even more money. That's why you get in touch with them. They deal with this stuff every day, so they know. Most Live Wire Solar customers see immediate savings. Call them at 651-688-2400. Go to LiveWireSolarMN.com. You'll get a no-obligation analysis of your building. Plus, you're going to get a report on how much money you could save. Troy and Tim, they are GLers. They will take care of you, and they will take care of your property. Find out what the numbers are, 651-688-2400. Gain your independence from your energy bill. They can do it. They can sure can. Troy and Tim, LiveWireSolarMN.com. Tell them that the Rook sent you. Such. Well, Maddie, What do you got, bro? I got to read you something. Uh-oh. Boys. It's positivity, though. It's about to go down. Good. From Bert. <laughs> Bert writes, hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Hail you. On my frequent bike excursions, 
I encounter many tent camps in the city. My thoughts have wandered to how these folks afford and acquire, I think Kenny brought this up yesterday, afford and acquire the plethora of fine camping equipment. Yeah. So, so I was glad Kenny brought up that point on the 729 podcast. I don't know the answer, but it's certainly something to consider. I suspect they are being provided for someone's broader political issue, but that's black helicopter stuff. To the positive. Along the Midtown Greenway, I noted one tidy and litter-free setup not far west of the river. It had a nice alignment of about eight flower pots, well-tended, and laundry neatly hanging to dry. I thought that would be a lovely little campsite in the proper context. And then there is at least one group of homeless people who are somewhat house-proud and have a proprietary sense of place. So a little positive, Bert. That is nice. Huh. That is nice. Well, and it Might proves have, yeah. that they're just they're not in it for the camping. That's right. They're uh, they're trying to create a uh, yeah. trying to create yes. a homestead. There. Right. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Oh, God. Uh, Sorry, John. Oh. I believe tomorrow we're going to uh, become introduced, although I know him, to Eric Mishy. Oh, yeah. Yes. Who is uh, leaving and going to go from here to where? Ruck, New Orleans? Yeah, he's heading down the river, and he's built a he, – he had a pontoon. They tore it down to the stu- well, the studs, and they built a little <laughs> house, and it looks really cool. But it's all in the name of a charity. It's all yeah. in the name of charity. It's called Hope on the River. Yep. And uh, we're going to touch base with him and follow his adventure. And uh, Eric, I, think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Eric has had the Spare Key program, which has helped many, uh, many Twin Cities youth. Um, he provides a great service. It's, uh, people can donate. It's, a, it's just kind of caring for the kids. It, he'll explain what he does in detail, but it's a very uh, reputable charity that he's been running for does a while. Well, you might, you might remember <laughs> Eric's name from a great episode in which he and some other fellows in St. Paul got tired of a homeless, an abandoned homeless encampment just uh, near uh, CHS Field. And uh, they uh, were pestering the city, clean that up, clean that up, clean that up. The city would not do it. So on a Sunday morning, Mishy and some of his buddies got in their pickup trucks. This is GL way to act. They picked up all that trash, dumped it at the front door of City Hall, and the next day it was promptly, promptly gone. Yes. How do you like that? Yes. That was That's Eric awesome. Mishy. Yeah. Awesome. And then go a little further back, Joe. What yep. was his other claim to fame? Well, didn't he work for Normie? Uh, he did, but remember, the Titanic. Oh, Eric Mishy was involved with bringing the Titanic whistle to yes. town. And boy, I bought it. Uh, you know, two hundred thousand people down there, and it sounded like a very tiny wet oh, fart. But it was it was taping <laughs> windows. It was keep yeah. your distance. Yeah, this could shatter. You'll be blown <laughs> off your motorcycle. State, but it's the original Titanic whistle, and went. <laughs> and he's good natured about that. I, I was it's one of the great. It's one of the greatest busts of all time. Yeah, if he starts banging on his chest, you go ahead and bring him down to earth and uh, yeah. tell him, "Hey, uh, Matthew, uh, Joe, what's the name of his vessel again?" The Hail Mary. The, oh, oh, I thought there was something on the river or a name for the journey. Or the journey's like called that. Hope on the River. Hope but on the, the river. Hope the on the vessel, river. I'm the one, vessel is I, named Hail Mary. 
I'm wondering if I can uh, bring a cirrhosis of the river, no, my pontoon, yeah. just and just kind of hook, hook up. up to him. And like you're on Big Island. <laughs> Wouldn't that freak him out if he turned around during the whole trip and just saw you about 100 yards behind? <laughs> with, that, with, that, with that fast boat wave with your beard? Yeah. And he's oh. only in his chill boys? Oh. <laughs> Say, uh, uh, Bert, who told me about the proprietary housekeeping uh, on the Greenway, said he's on his on his frequent bike excursions. I hope it's on a Bintelli e-bike from EcoFun. There you go. EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Bintelli e-bikes, gas scooters that are just fun. They turn every errand into an adventure. Easy, nimble, easy to park, get great gas mileage. Full line of Yamaha motorcycles, great recreational equipment for young people, helmets, clothing, great service department, but really a family touch there, uh, Tim and his daughter. They're, be, they're probably national. Well, his daughter uh, is nationally renowned expert on Bintelli e-bikes. They're, they fly her around the country to tell people uh, what she knows about them, and you'll get all the help you need on the floor at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. They're right on Highway 61 because, of course, Garage Logic owns Highway 61, so I encourage you to visit EcoFun Motorsports. They'll put your purchase and your picture on their Instagram account. Get her up uh, there. They're very happy to see all the GLers. So have fun at EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61, right in downtown Forest Lake. Bra, Browskis. Okay. okay, Browskis. I got one more news item I can oh, pass good. along your way yeah. before we leave. Uh, if you travel to Wisconsin. You should know that the governor there now has declared an emergency order requiring individuals to wear face coverings that will start Saturday, August 1st, and they have it running through September 28th unless he enacts a different order before then. So anytime you're indoors, except in your own residence, uh, you'll have to have a mask now also in Wisconsin, which makes it 31 states now doing that. All right. Do you think they'll abide? Will the cheeseheads abide? Uh, well, you'll still have the great divide that we see all over the country. Half of them will say fine. The other half will say no. Yeah. And, John, are you seeing any? I know the the, the governor isn't speaking for about another 25 minutes or so. You're not seeing anything regarding schools, any any, any additional information regarding schools? No, just with uh, Tom reports. How's it? I think he's going the Osterholm route. I think he's going the Osterholm route, which is to let individual districts make this decision. Mm-hmm. Which I think is the right call, don't you guys? Which means I bet Minneapolis and St. Paul will not open, but many s- smaller districts throughout the state will. I don't know about Anoka Hennepin County. One of their teachers wrote a great letter to the editor the other day saying, please let us open. We need to work with these kids, and I'm willing to. Mm. And that's the second largest or largest school district, Hennepin County, Anoka. I don't know. I, in any event, in any event, he wants to work good for him. Yeah. I know a lot of mothers who are very fretful. <laughs> I know a school teacher that has absolutely no idea what to expect. I know a yeah. podcast producer that's going to lose his mind if kids are going back to school. Right. <laughs> I would love to see Reavers teach math. Oh, not and third he's even grade good at math. math. No. He's good at math. <laughs> Just a future generation of kids being taught by day drinkers. Oh, yeah, boy. <laughs> this, of is, that. this is one. <laughs> right. And one, this is two. Two. <laughs> Now Daddy's going to show you what happens when he has three. <laughs> Kaboom! Right. Daddy drinks because you cry. Oh, my God. Failed book title. Oh, my God. Uh, Such, are we allowed to give you homework for tomorrow? Oh, boy. Sure. Okay. The city of Placerville in California, uh, their city logo features a hanging tree. 
mm-hmm. and that's and they're getting canceled. Mm-hmm. And I want you to tell me and all of the GLers all about it tomorrow. And I would encourage you to search the Los Angeles Times for your information. Uh, well, uh, is it in today's Los Angeles Times? It is. So I, I want you to uh, come to us tomorrow with your thoughts on this. Well, I got to do it right now because I got a lot going on. Got a lot of my mind. I would like to give you a homework <laughs> assignment as well, yes. Mayor. Yes. Um, yeah. If you could do me a favor, mm-hmm. and uh, I'd like you to prepare dinner tonight. <laughs> and I think I have some foolproof ways of you to do or doing that. Grunhoffers. Um, well, that's Smoker. one. Just go up there and get the uh, Grunhoffers. Could I have your attention, please? Yes, Kenny, please. Kenny, will I find this on the front page of the Times website? Uh, you probably will, yeah. yeah. Well, because I'm, I'm looking, because I need to print it out now, because I've got other things I have to get going on. Yeah, you got a lot well, on your I'm mind. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to push you. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay. I see it. It's, yep. yeah. All right. So find All some, right. you could get, ground some turkey, some tur- <laughs> ground turkey. Instead of beef, you're going to go with the healthier situation. You're going to add some spices to that, maybe some paprika, some... Um, I don't know, uh, onion, garlic, that kind of stuff. And then you have lettuce wraps Matt, tonight. You just Matt, roll them up going? in lettuce and you're good to go. Where is this going? No, no it's, going, it's going for me to say, would you be quiet and let's go here? Do you have to go, you have to go somewhere? Yes, He's I do. Done for the Two o'clock. I am. Well, wait a minute. Doesn't no. Reavers and John, don't you have a yeah, homework I, assignment? I have homework assignments, too, I want to pass along to Joe. No, I'm not I'm doing good. mine. I'm I want good. him to report on Peter Green to me. <laughs> These Garage Logic podcast masks are yeah. going to spur some. Uh, that's advertising, bro. Yeah, mom did a good job with those, and she made one for each one of you, dum dums. Speaking of good advertising, how about Fratellona's Ace Hardware and Gardens, or where you can with your smoke fire oh, rubber grill? I'm never going back to conventional grilling. No, I love you don't the need smoke to. fire so much. Plus, it's fantastic. So many great recipes out there. Pod yes. MN on your smartphone or podmn.com on your computer opens a a rainbow room of wealth for you. It's just Thanks a lot, Kenny. Beautiful. This Placerville story is 26 pages. Yeah, well, get it done, bro. <laughs> and he printed out the comments. He printed out the comments. No, I, how do you just print the story? I'm getting 26 pages. Of, <laughs> All right. Let's just, let's just fade him out there. The and the mayor finished his homework. <laughs> wow.